there's a popular saying, knowledge is power. And that popular saying, I disagree with. Because it's not your knowledge that makes you powerful. It's what you do with that knowledge. Today in We Are Professionals, we're going to be discussing and breaking down what knowledge is and how to use it effectively to grow. The formula we're going to be talking about today isn't knowledge equals power. It actually is knowledge plus experience equals rapid growth. To grow rapidly, you need these two things used effectively. Knowledge and experience as separate entities is not as effective as you may first think. Let me give you an example. If I wanted to bake a blueberry pie, the first thing I'd do is probably find a recipe. Now, let's say I found all of the recipes, and I read all of them, and I read all the tips, and I watched all the YouTube videos on blueberry pies. Does that knowledge confirm that I can bake a blueberry pie? No, because I've never baked a blueberry pie. So I have the knowledge, but it's what you do with it. It's what you practice that creates learning and growth. So to really be a professional at baking blueberry pies, I need to read as much as I can, and I need to practice as much as I can. And then, hopefully one day, I will have perfected the blueberry pie. So we need to use our knowledge and experience to learn effectively. The good thing is, the more experience we get, the more knowledge we get. And the more knowledge we get, the more experience we can achieve. This is what I like to call a little learning loop. And it's usually called practice. And I'm going to remind you, you get better at what you practice. Unfortunately, this learning loop of practice is a finite loop. Let's say that I want to play guitar. And the guitar solo that I want to learn is the Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine. So, I learn the song. I watch good old Slash play the solo a hundred times in a hundred different ways. And then I put that knowledge into practice. And I practice and I practice and I practice so much that I'm as good as Slash himself. So now I can play it perfectly. Now what happens if I continue to practice this solo? Do I get better? And you're probably saying, no. And you're right. I wouldn't get better. Why? Because there's no challenge. To learn something, your experiences need to be challenging. Okay, so I've perfected the solo, practicing it in my room. Now, can I perform it perfectly? No. Wait, what? I just practiced it so much I can play it better than Slash. Yes. But what did I practice? I didn't practice performing it. I practiced playing it in my room. So, that's what I got better at. I got better at what I practiced playing this guitar solo in my room. I didn't get better at performing it in front of people because that's not what I practiced. 
I've got all this new knowledge. I know how to play this song. And now I need to find an appropriate experience to learn more. And for performing, the next best thing to learn would probably be to play in front of somebody else. And that may be just playing to yourself in the mirror or playing to a family member or a friend. And that creates the next learning loop. So it's that easy to achieve rapid learning. But why is it so hard to learn? Because in that moment, when you come close and competent with that skill, that is your new comfort zone. And it's warm and it's inviting and it feels awesome. But as you know, to learn, you must be challenged. And in a comfort zone, you're never challenged because you're comfortable. Learners are explorers. And explorers are courageous, vulnerable, and resilient. Without courage, vulnerability, and resilience, we rarely stray from our safe haven comfort zone. And even with them, exploring can be dangerous. There may be pitfalls, traps, and immovable objects. We encounter these when we don't balance our level of knowledge with the experiences we choose. I want to remind you, you get better at what you practice. So what you practice must be intentionally balanced with your knowledge in mind. When it's not balanced correctly, you enter a space, what I call learner limbo. And in this learner limbo, you experience slow, tedious learning. And that may result in slow progress, frustration, and maybe even result in a dislike or giving up in that skill. We need to balance our knowledge with what we experience. Here's an example. I'm a teacher, and let's imagine I'm teaching them math, and I give them a advanced calculus set of sums. Do you think that prep would just be like, hell yeah, let's explore. Let's get out of my comfort zone. This is great. No, it would probably result in no growth at all. Even worse, they'd probably have confidence issues with their mathematics and probably dislike the skill and be reaffirmed of that every time they fail. In prep, they need to learn numbers, not advanced calculus. Now, this is an obvious example. Let's think about a different one. Choose a skill you're good at or you like. You got one? Mine, at the moment, is playing Super Smash Bros on my Nintendo Switch. Now, think about teaching it to someone who's never done it before. Let me note that they want to learn. They're willing. So, what do you teach them? As a teacher, you now must take into consideration their knowledge, ability, and give them an appropriate experience that is challenging, achievable, and intentional. I'm going to say that one more time. It needs to be an appropriate experience that is challenging, achievable, and intentional. For Super Smash Brothers, if I were to teach my partner who has never played games before, and I just say, hey, let's play 
we get into a 1v1 and I just kick her butt and kill her and just laugh at her and say, hell yeah, brother, you get better at what you practice. Better practice a lot. Probably not the best, most appropriate way to respect her knowledge and ability. Would that 1v1 be challenging? Absolutely. Would it be achievable? No. What am I trying to achieve? And that comes to my third point. Is it intentional? What am I trying to teach this person? If I just shove them into a match and say, hell yeah, let's go, not intentional at all. So what would I teach my partner? I would take into consideration her experiences and knowledge so far. How much experience does she have on a switch? Not much. So I'd have to bring it all the way back to button inputs, how to move, what does what. Then the next step would be teaching movement or some simple concept within Super Smash Bros. Remember, if you don't keep it challenging enough, that's when things become boring. So I'd probably have to create my own levels with a focus like it's an obstacle course where she needs to move around and use those inputs to get places. So she can practice that, and it's challenging, achievable, and intentional. When learning by ourselves, we need to determine our own skill and knowledge level, and balance that with an appropriate experience that is challenging, achievable, and intentional. But it can be hard, because how do we measure our knowledge. A lot of the time, to get that perfect balance, we need a professional. That's what these professionals do. And hopefully, they are considering appropriate experiences that are challenging, achievable, and intentional. If they fail to do this, you should probably stop paying them because they need more practice themselves. To access Rapid growth, we need to be aware of our knowledge and skills and find challenging, achievable, and intentional experiences. If we can't find that balance, we may experience learner limbo. If you don't know what a good balance is, consider a professional. Now, that professional may be a person, a YouTube channel or video, or even a book, because that professional is usually giving you enough knowledge to move on and experience that, to get that rapid growth. Yes, a professional in person will be able to guide your experiences, but YouTube and books will still equip you with the appropriate knowledge to experience different things. To achieve rapid growth, it's not about just knowing everything, it's also about what you do with that knowledge. Don't be that guy who read all about cryptocurrency and is sort of recommending things to different people and you don't have anything to do with cryptocurrency. Don't be that guy. Be experienced and be knowledgeable and be confident in what you know. This is We Are Professionals and you can call me Artiki.